Hi there. Welcome back to the Prolific Author Podcast. Today, I have a really fun interview for you with author Tanya Karen Guff. She is not only um, kind of a middle grade author, but she has actually put together a really fun website called storybuilder.com to help, you know, budding authors of all ages to learn how to write, how to put a story together. And she's got lots of really great educational tools and organizational tools for authors. So in our interview today, we talk about a wide range of things. We talk about uh, writing middle grade, how to write children as characters. We talk about her website and what she has to offer for authors. And she actually has a short story contest coming up in October of 2022. Um, it's free to enter and they have really great cash prizes. So um, listen to the interview to get the details. And then I would encourage you not only to check out her website, but to hop over and maybe enter the short story competition. All right. So with that, let's get to the interview. Hi there. Do you want to write fiction that readers gush about? but you can't figure out how to fill in the beginning, middle, or end of your story, I can help with that. Do you struggle to flesh out character or plot or to stick with your story long enough to finish it? I can help with that. Once your book is written, are you totally clueless about marketing? Do you find yourself Googling how to market a book or how to make money on fiction? I can help with that. Welcome to the Prolific Author Podcast. You know you're meant to write fiction, but you can't seem to nail down the skills or processes that make it simple and repeatable, not to mention fun. So you wait around for the muse to show up, try to force your story into a template or outline, or take months, if not years, to discover your story. Plot twist, there's a better way. Hi, I'm Liesl, USA Today bestselling author, story psychologist, writing craft geek, Christian, and story clarity coach. After 10 years of trying to master fiction using the old industry standard writing advice, I still felt lost. I finally learned what fictional storytelling and the human template are really about. Humanity, emotional connection, and serving our readers by giving them relief through vicarious experience. Imagine learning how to flesh out your characters, plot, world, and theme with such definition and clarity that every story you ever write lands with readers and makes people go, wow, now there's an author. Imagine knowing how to drill down to the heart of your story to learn what it's really about and tell the unique story that only you can tell so that you can get more readers, more downloads, more royalties, and of course, more fiction writing success. This is the podcast for you. We are prolific authors. All right, welcome back to the Prolific Author Podcast. We are here today with author Tanya Goff, and um, thank you so much for being here. I'm, I'm glad to have you. Well, thank you very much. I'm very pleased to be here. Good, good. Um, why don't we start out by having you tell everyone who you are and what you write? Uh, yeah, so my name is Tanya Goff, as you said. Um, I actually write under the name Tanya Karen Goff because as some science fiction uh, fantasy uh, aficionados will know, there's a writer out named Tanya Huff, which is H-U-F-F. -F. The spelling is different, but my pronunciation of my last name is close enough that I, <laughs> I write under uh, Tanya Karen Goff so that uh, people don't get confused. Yeah. Um, I also write fantasy uh, fiction. I've written two uh, middle grade fantasy novels. Um, they are literary infused action adventure stories for girls, um, and um, as well as a short story that uh, I've had published in Amazing Stories magazine. And I'm also the owner and founder and developer of a platform called Story Builder. That's B-I-L-D-E-R. Um, and uh, it's designed to help new and uh, emerging writers uh, write their books. 
Great. Yeah. So you've got a lot going on and I, I really want to dig into a lot of that. So let's start with your writing a little bit. So I, I don't, I have not interviewed very many uh, middle grade authors. And so I'm kind of wondering how is writing middle grade different than writing YA or adult? Um, I think, well, I, I, I actually think of the series as being sort of a bridge series between middle grade to YA. Okay. Um, but um, I think for me, um, I just really like writing into that sort of wide eyed, um, sort of like, wow, the world is amazing and weird and strange and sometimes scary kind of mentality, which I don't think is a part of the YA genre. So YA, YA is sort of a little more adult. It's talking more about relationships and specifically, I mean, a lot with like girls with boys. And I didn't really want right. that to be part of the picture. Although there is actually a girl main hero in my series with two boys, but it's all sort of before all of that stuff happens. And I want a lot of what I what I do and a lot of my writing tends to take genre and sort of turn it on its head. So I take those expectations that there might be okay. a happy ending or relationships and sort of taking those out of the equations and it becomes more about making friendship between uh, between genders. And I think that's um, hmm. uh, that's a little more interesting to explore for me. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, so you focus in terms of relationships on friendship instead of romance. That makes sense for mm -hmm. the age group. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, of course you have to sort of, I mean, I don't know the right way to put this, but almost dumb down the writing as compared to an adult because you're not going to be using as big of words or as much detail. I mean, I mean, how do you approach that? Um, actually, I think that uh, I don't I don't necessarily think that children's literature necessarily needs to be dumbed down. Yeah, I, think I don't think that's the best I've, word yeah, for it. I, I think I think we've had a big trend towards sort of oversimplifying for kids, and I think we're doing them a big disservice. Um, okay. I actually imagine that my series would be read. I've wrote my ch chapters so they could be read, in, you know, at nighttime as a bedtime story. Mm -hmm. And you could either read like a chapter a night or half a chapter a night, that kind of thing. Uh, and I purposefully like make up impossible words so that the parents just can't pronounce them. Uh, so, you know, it's, I think it's, I, um, I, I, I think it's an important part of uh, writing to younger kids is to challenge them and to challenge their assumptions that there's only one way for words to be. And there's only one way for language to be. I mean, the English language is in constant flux and I mean, it barely means what right. it meant when I was a kid. Now, yeah. I mean, all the words have changed. It's just, it's, it's kind of insane. Um, but I think that there's a real excitement and energy to that. And I think mm -hmm. kids in particular really sort of lean into it. So, um, I yeah. try not to dumb down my language too much. I think that kids okay. can handle quite a lot. Um, I mean, I'm not going to use, you know, like, uh, you know, a $5 university medical term in there, right, um, right. but if I do, then it's going to be in the, it's going to be in the context of like a magic word that they're going to have to use. Mm -hmm. And now they've learned the word, but they just haven't learned exactly what it means. So, so would it be fair to say, and the reason I'm asking all of this is that I have, I write high fantasy, which is geared toward adults, but I do have a child character. And so I'm always trying to figure out how to write that child character in, a, in an authentic way. So would it be fair then to say that you use more just vocabulary that's on their level? Like you said, none of these like, uh, you know, uh, Joseph Conrad words or anything. Um, and then you just go with having them be very excited about everything that they're experiencing, whereas adults wouldn't quite have that same type of excitement. Uh, yeah, I think I think a heightened emotion is very much a piece of it. Um, I think that when they're happy, they're very happy. When they're sad, they're very sad. When they're confused, I mean, the whole world just is spin literally spinning around. 
Um, right. And I think, um, and I sort of play into that. Um, I sort of have a inner child voice with like, oh, hi, oh, look at the world. And I can sort of like, <laughs> I almost write with that voice in my head. I know it's a, it's a horrible sounding thing when I say it out loud, but in my head. It's, no, it uh, sounds very childlike though. <laughs> oh, 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 you know, and if I can sort of hold on to that feeling of that, like, why is this happening? I don't understand. That's interesting. That's scary. Um, and if I can get myself into that mindset, then everything else sort of flows from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So let's switch gears just a little bit and talk about your short stories. How did you get into doing short stories for a magazine? Uh, well, I've, I've been writing short stories for a very long time. I've, I've written, I write a lot in all sorts of different for all sorts of different kinds of containers and shorts uh, and forms. Uh, I'm a content manager by my in my day job. I've written textbooks. I've done I've done business writing. Um, so for me, sh short stories are uh, something that um, I think for me I enjoy for the discipline of them mm -hmm. uh, because you're really sort of forced to tell a story in a very short amount of in a short space. Uh, I think it's Faulkner who said who once said um, that uh, people who are, are you know okay writers write novels uh, better writers write short stories and truly great writers write poetry uh, now you can argue you can argue as to whether or not that's actually true or not but right. the point being that you know the more distilled the art form uh, the more mm. discipline is required uh, the more li linguistic um, uh, discipline is required to really craft your language really craft the story and make things work in a really short period of time so I, right. I kind of enjoy it for that yeah. yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I have a harder time writing shorter stories and I, I kind of do it every so often just to mm -hmm. sort of force myself to do the exercise. So I think, you know, I write mostly novels, so I, I wouldn't agree with Faulkner, but I do believe he has a point, you know, and I think it's something everyone should try to do every once in a while. All right. So um, tell us about your story builder then. Like you said, it's B-I-L-D-E-R, no you, right? Just so That's right. Know. All we're missing is you. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, story builder is, uh, it's, it's my, it's my site. Um, so I've, I've actually built the entire thing myself. I've been working on it for several years now, working part-time on, you know, when I'm not working my day job or writing or doing every, a million other things. Right. Um, but we're, we, we got it done and it's, it's, it's live now. Um, and it's really designed to, it's designed for writers who are sort of new to writing or people who have been in, in, who've been tr trying to figure out how to write on their own. Uh, but are struggling to figure out how to put all the pieces together. Uh, and um, I'm not looking to take over the role of, uh, you know, writing classes or one-on-one -on -one tutorials or any of that sort of thing. But I felt like there was a real opportunity to create um, narrative structure support that can help people to understand how uh, stories are put together and to help them get the framework of their story put together. And then what they do on the inside is entirely up to them. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've built Story Builder. It's got uh, three parts to it. There's a story engine, which is a sort of more guided tour. It uh, takes you through character building. It takes you through world building. Uh, and then you write your story and you can do it you know, from beginning to end, or you can jump back and forth and sort of skip around if you want. Uh, but there's an under, there are uh, fewer options um, and alternatives. So, you, so if you're newer to writing and you just don't want to get overwhelmed by choice, then that's great. Um, but, uh, then, then there's an underlying education layer to everything to help you understand like what's happening and why it's happening and what's expected at each given part of your story as you go along. Uh, then there's a toolbox, which has, uh, basically all the same stuff, but it's all blown open. You can jump in and do things as you want. There's more editing tools. Uh, there are charts and maps so you can see what you're doing in your story. 
um, as it's coming along. And then there's a public library that's full of uh, characters and maps and outlines from classic literature, as well as uh, the, the, you know, your standard seven, seven basic plots. And you can borrow any of those items and use them as a baseline for your story. Once you borrow them, they're, they're yours to do with as you wish. So if you want to take them, if you want to break them, if you want to do violence to them, we <laughs> don't care. So for example, if you wanted to write your, start your story using the outline from Hamlet as your starting point, you can do that. But you can change up the scenes. You know, we're just giving you the guiding uh, arc, the story arc of the of the story, and then you can go in and break it. You can make it a comedy. You can change the scenes around. We don't care what you do with it. Once you've got that, throw in Dracula, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fun. That sounds like it would just be fun to go in and play around with. So, I mean, what does it look like if 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 an author were to get onto your site? I mean, does it look like Scribner? Is it like a template? Like, what would what could they expect to see? Um, no, I tried to go uh, very different. So for me, I think that um, the problem that I had was that a lot of the writing platforms and solutions out there uh, right now either feel like they were developed, they were created by uh, developers who write. So they're very, very techy and very sort of technical, mm -hmm. or they were created by writers who got some poor developer to come and try and realize their vision. <laughs> right. But because I'm a writer and a developer and also a former teacher, I felt like I had a sort of a unique way that I could spin yeah. the platform out in a way that would be really helpful. So uh, it, it uh, I, you know, I'm, I've tried not to overwhelm the writer with a lot of options and, and things to click on uh, wherever you are in the story. You know, as I'm building things out, you'll you'll have access to the information that's relevant to wherever you are in that in that story you can keep track of your characters and your uh, locations and, and the, the time your scenes take place so you can actually see where your characters are in time and place as you're as you're developing your story um you there's um a google maps uh, actually it's a leaflet maps but <laughs> there are interactive <laughs> maps on the platform that um you know so if you're story takes place on earth, you can go in and you can actually put in Google coordinates or, or map coordinates mm. into uh, into your locations. You can actually see where they are. You can drill right down to street level and walk around. So if you're, you know, if you're writing something that takes place at, I don't know, 20, uh, uh, you know, uh, 221B Baker Street, you can actually drill down and walk around and see what's going on, like in the neighborhood and see where they're actually going. So they can, you, you can get a more realistic sense of like where your locations are and what the environment's like. Um, and then there are just sort of simple forms for your characters for, you know, building out your profiles. We've got some set questions that you can use as a starting point, and then you can build out on top of that. Uh, locations, again, just basic um, uh, description points for reference. So if you have to go back and don't remember what you had said or what the history is or what the um, uh, what the political landscape is like in your country, uh, you can go back and just double check on that. And then everything else is just in a flow. So you get a, a, a editing page write your story you can go back and edit and change things as you go okay. um and continue to keep track of things as uh, uh, as they're happening and because of the way the site is built you can start in on the story engine or go to the toolbox or bounce back and forth and it's all collecting all of your information organically so you get a a whole holistic view of your story and your project so you can actually go back and see like where you're actually missing some information or where where you might have taken things too far <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you, you kind of answered this, but um, so this is something they can type their story into, not necessarily something they would download. Okay. 
Yeah, okay. it's uh, yeah. Right now we're desktop only. Um, uh, we're you know we're working on we're almost we're almost mobile friendly, um, but um, uh, really I mean they're just sort of too many moving pieces to really be doing this sort of thing like just typing straight into your phone. We'll build out separate apps for that later, so you can just right. you know, sit sit on the bus and write your story, and then it'll upload to the mothership later. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So. Um... How many how many people have you had go through this? Like how many um, I don't know if you would call them students, but how many people do you, that you know of are using this and, and having success with it? Uh, well, we've got a few thousand registered users right now at the moment. Okay. I think we've got about a hundred who are using who are active users on the site. Okay. Uh, so we're still we're still fairly new, and we're growing as quickly as we can. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's one of those things that takes time to uh, build readership. It takes time to sure. build a uh, platform and to get things where we need it to be. Um, we are running a short story conference, uh, contest in October. So, oh, okay. uh, if anybody would like to come and check us out, um, there's no cost to enter and, uh, we're looking for stories between 500 and 1500 words, uh, submissions are open all of October. They close on Halloween night <laughs> as they should. And um, uh, yeah, like I said, no cost to enter, and we have a we have a sponsor for this one, so uh, we've got over four thousand dollars in cash prizes. Nice, so, and they just find that on storybuilder.com to enter. Uh, yep, yeah, they just come to Storybuilder. Great, great. And can you talk about the price point for it, especially yeah. for other things? Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I really don't think of uh, our users as uh, students. I mean, I you know, I, I think that you know, people are simply writers who just need who they don't even need they just they're just looking for something that's new and different a little more dynamic and that really understands how they think and can adapt to multiple um, approaches to writing which I think again a lot of the traditional sites just don't do um, so for me it was really important that story builder be really accessible um, I think I want to encourage people to try writing even if uh, they've never tried it before, so it needed a price point that was that that would allow people to do that. So we're only twenty five dollars a year. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. yeah. So we're That's we great. are looking to keep it cheap. I, and again, I just I, it's about accessibility for me. It's about making sure that people from less advantaged neighborhoods aren't going to be really put out. You know, on a, you shouldn't be putting out hundred dollars a year to do your writing. That doesn't help. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it doesn't get you where you need to go. And plus, most of those sites, uh, most of those platforms don't even have the educational piece to help you learn how right. to communicate better and to tell your story in a much more robust way. So. Yeah. So can you compare this at all to other sites? Like, are you familiar with like Plotter? Is it similar to that? Or do you know? Um, I think we have some some similarities to Plotter. I mean, Plotter okay. will, has, has more, uh, is really sort of focused on on the organization and the and the outline of your uh, yeah. of your story. Um, I, I really don't see us as replacing anybody in particular. I think that we sort of fit into a larger mix. And most writers I know use multiple tools anyway mm -hmm. they might use Scrivener for writing and use Plotter for you know for their for you know just for thinking things through um, right. and at $25 a year I mean it's certainly easy enough to throw us into the mix um, but because of the way I've set up the site I mean there's nothing that says you have to use Story Builder to actually write your story I've got script writers who are using it as a planning tool for example mm -hmm. and this would be different from Plotter in that we're actually mapping sort of in 3D with your locations and your times and your and and your characters and you can see where everybody is and what's what's going on which when you're doing uh, screen uh, playwriting I think is a lot more valuable 
Um, and same thing goes for game developers. I've put in uh, XML export for game developers so they can, you know, they can do their planning and then lift everything out and put it directly into their game environment and wow. uh, build around that. So, yeah, yeah, that's super fun. So, so what are your plans for the future? What do you have? What, what are you envisioning for it? You know, in, in the months to come? Uh, oh, just continue growth, really. Um, the current contest is really our, our first sort of foray into the big world. We, we ran a smaller contest in, in uh, February, uh, just as a test run mm -hmm. to see what would happen. Um, but this one we're going, um, excuse me. Um, sorry, <laughs> I just almost lost oh, my throat there. Um, uh, yeah, but for this one, we're going uh, all of North America. We have a sponsor, a really great academic writing school in Colorado called Writer's Desk is in with us. Uh, so we're doing everything from 13, ages 13 and up. Nice. And uh, just continuing to improve the site and uh, make it more interesting and, and yeah, take over the world. <laughs> I love the idea of teaching this to younger children. I mean, I think you know, from, from what I remember of being, you know, young, you learn the basics, like what a plot is and the, the rising action, but you don't really learn a whole lot about what creates the plot of a novel, you know, so I really love the idea of teaching that to younger people. Um, yeah, and I think, um, I, I think it's a really important point, because, um, sorry, I'm still losing my voice. No, you're good. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, because in schools these days, um, you know, they're just not really teaching. They're not even really teaching, you know, creative writing at all. I and mean, a lot of teachers don't have the background or the, or the experience mm -hmm. to really know how to do it properly. Uh, like you said, I mean, they might teach you a story arc, but that's an abstract thing that you don't really understand until you're in the middle of it. And it was really right. important for me with story builders to create an environment where um, you can experience all of that sort of organically. Mm -hmm. without having to think about oh here's here's my here's my uh my my exposition and here's my rising action that's all sort of taken care of for you and you can drive your story in a way that sort of fits naturally into an existing um, outline and if again if you want to break the outlines and do your own thing you can totally do that too so right right yeah I love that and you know in, in a lot of ways you probably should break the outline sometimes just to stretch your creative muscles you know <laughs> oh absolutely no i'm a huge fan of breaking the rules but the thing is you need to know what the rules are to begin with you know you right. can't break the rules if you don't know what they are so right agreed agreed yeah. great well that that sounds fabulous um yeah so hopefully people will go and check that out and just you know if nothing else is another tool and a chance to be able to enter the short story competition. I might do that myself. So um, what other advice do you have for up and coming writers who are just getting started? Uh, well, just do it. I mean, I, I know that's a really boring and sort of typical thing, <laughs> but I mean, your book isn't going to get, isn't going to happen unless you put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard or however it is, or, you know, however it is that you write your story. Um, it, um, it, it just, you, you need to start someplace. And I think, um, you know, get rid of the idea that it's going to be perfect out of the gate because it most certainly isn't. Mm -hmm. um, I like the uh, the bone mote that um, writing happens in the revisions. <laughs> you know, get the get the yeah. story down. Just figure out what it what the story is that you want to say, and then go back and make it beautiful. So yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here and talking to us about this. And I, you know, I, like I said, I hope everybody checks out your site. Where else besides that can they connect with you and your books? Uh, well, um, our well story builder is on uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. We're uh, story builder everywhere except Instagram because they like to be difficult. Uh, so we're <laughs> we're a story builder app there, and uh, you're more than welcome to come and check us out. I do have a Facebook page and a Goodreads page for my writing, 
um, neither of which have been kept up to date, but they're uh, <laughs> they're out there, and I do respond if uh, if you reach out to me there. So great, great. I will link all those up in the show notes. No, I know actually, I was looking at my website, my writer website, just a few days ago, and going, oh wow, yeah, I need to update yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even updated my own corporate, uh, my my more personal consulting site in like a couple of years, and I was looking yeah. at it going. <laughs> Do I really want to? <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. yeah, you learn real fast as a writer that even drag and drop websites is are just not the funnest thing to be doing with your time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, great. Thanks again. And um, yeah, maybe I'll I'll have you on again. You know, a few months down the road to see how Story Builders doing. I would love um, that. Great. Great. Yeah. Well, good luck with everything. And, you know, thanks for everything you're doing to help young writers to learn to well, write stories, you know. Thanks. Uh, and again, I'm a story builder for all ages, so not necessarily young. And, you know, yeah. if you're just want to try out writing and you want a, a safe place to do it where you just need some extra support and some guidance, then we've got your back. So, great. So. Great. Well, thank you so much, Tanya. Good luck with thank everything. You. Thank you. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, can you do me a solid and share it with other authors you think might benefit from it? Remember, the rising tide lifts all boats. Also, if you haven't yet, would you be willing to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? It's the only way for me to know that you're enjoying the podcast and it helps Apple recommend it to other authors like you who might benefit from it. Finally, if you haven't already, hop over and join the prolific author community on Facebook. Inside, authors network, ask questions, and I often do teaching via Facebook Lives. Thank you so much for listening today. Happy story crafting this week. And remember, there is always a market for awesome.